Hello, I'm Maya Brown, and this is Stories from the Brink. This podcast is about giving voice to personal stories of overcoming challenges in life with grace and humor. Because stories bring us together, and together we all win. Today's episode is about spiritual and mental challenges that Casey Duke faced on her quest to become the best trainer in Manhattan and arguably one of the best trainers in the United States. She is a fitness trainer, spiritual trainer, wellness coach, kind of an all-around guru, and uh, she lives in New York City, and we are really happy to have her with us today. Thank you, Maya. It's so nice to be here, and that was quite an introduction. I hope I live up to it, (laughs) but I'm excited to be here, and um, Oh gosh, I don't know, fitness trainer, wellness coach. I mean, they all fit, but you know, it's all about, for me, it's all about trying to just live a great life. So what does a great life look like to you? You know, it changes from time to time, but um, it's getting better all the time. That's Uh, good. I guess through life lessons. Um, I think uh, for me now at 65 years old, yes, young, excuse me. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm really uh, sorry that you guys cannot see this one <laughs> because wow. Well, that's very kind of you. And uh, and and I'm I'm happy and I'm proud of it now, but I'm I never really told my age through the years. I just it, it's Why just is something that? that well, I had a really terrible experience with a woman that I met when I married my second husband and, and, and my son and I, we, we moved into Manhattan uh, with the, the new husband, a bit of a nightmare. And I just was looking for, you know, a really good friend. And she had a son, my son's age, and it was like made in heaven. And she was, you know, she was a singer. She was going on auditions. She was going to be on star search and whatever that at that time, I think it was star search. She was going to sing and she was, ah, she was lovely. And um, and we had a great relationship and the kids were playing and it was so nice to have someone, you know, someone new in your life once you, you know, leave a whole environment. And I was coming from, you know, a first marriage and, and living in Europe and coming back. And, you know, it was just nice to have someone that you can really talk to. And and Friends. for me, uh, yeah. she she just was, you know, one of those perfect people that came into your life at the perfect time. And I was helping her with her fitness because she was a little chunky and she was going to be on stage. So it was a nice, fair exchange of energy, right. somewhat, you know, but I'm the caretaker. And I'm always the one that, you know, so I, I think it was a little bit more of me, you know, trying to help her because I, in my mind's eye, it, I felt like she was just a blessing just to have someone new and just a friend to talk to. And then I, she, you know, she was feeling down herself and she was, I said, she says, no, God, I'm getting old. And she mentioned how old she was. And I was like, oh girl, you're not old. I said, I'm, you know, at that time, yeah. whatever that was, I said, mm-hmm. I'm like, and she says, what? And she said, I don't believe it. And I was like, yeah, but I wasn't making anything of it. I was just, you know, and it just came out and she like maybe two days later, she calls me up and she says, I can't be a friend anymore. What? And I said, girl, I said, stop it. I said, what are you talking about? She said, I just can't believe you're that that you're as old as you say you are and you look as good. She said, I, I said, oh, stop it. Come on. And she said, wait a minute, really, wait a minute. Yes, wait a minute. yes. She can't be your friend because she assumed she, you were a certain age. You turned out to be older and she's upset. 
Right. She's upset. But That's crazy. I, I, now uh, through the years, now I, I kind of understand what was going on in it, okay. within her life, because sometimes, you know, especially being in the fitness business and being like a, a sort of a, always been a health nut, even when yeah. I was out, it's like I always have a like a little bit of a vibe that people like, yeah. you know, as soon as they see me, you say, oh, don't look at me. Oh, my body's a mess, you know, or don't. uh you know, or something. Well, don't look at what I'm eating. You know, I'm always that. But wait, 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 hold on, hold on. (laughs) But don't you, as a professional, when you meet someone, don't you kind of scan them? Don't you kind of look and say, oh, they could use a little, you know, they um, could lose five pounds over here. Okay. To be honest, you know, that's my business. So I can size the person up without them even knowing. I just go, oh, 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 I can look at their skin. I can look at, you know, I just you can feel like, on. oh, they could be doing this or wrong or that wrong. But I would never say it unless you were, unless you really asked me to. But right. I would more or less say, okay, I know what they're, I, I kind of see what, what they could do. But I, I don't, I don't put a prerequisite on friendships. You know, I don't, right. I don't, you know, have to get the same amount of friendship. But I, it's like, I, it has to be a fair exchange of energy, but it has to be that I like to accept people for who they are, you know, so none of my friends are in the fitness business. None of my friends are in perfect shape, none of my friends, but they have a perfect spirit. And that to me right. is much more important. So when it, when this person who I almost said her name Bloop. said this to me, she said, you know, and I said, well, I said, yeah, I thought she's playing. I said, girl, could you stop? And she says, Casey, I can't, she says, I can't stand looking at you. I can't stand looking at myself and looking at you and realizing like that this is what you look like. And I can't even think about being like you. And I said, but it's not about being like me. She says, I'm sorry, but I can't, our kids can't play together anymore either. What? I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God. This is ridiculous. Hold on. on. I can't even understand this. This woman made up a story about you in her own mind. And then when she found out the reality, she decided she was so jealous that she couldn't be your friend. And also your child couldn't be friends with her child anymore. Yes. And and I don't know if it was so much jealousy as more insecurity, which probably led to something. But, you know, sometimes you, you, when you're at a point in your life and you, and, and you are, trying to be in a business that sometimes is so unforgiving and you, and you know, an entertainment world, it's like, you have to be this perfect thing. just like magazine covers, you know, in magazines, they want you to be this perfect body when that's, you know, that's just not, you know, realistic. I believe in setting unrealistic goals, but sometimes, you know, you, you know, when someone says to me, you know, can I, you know, they come to me and they say, well, you know, I like, you know, I like to have so-and-so's arms and, right. and, you know, <laughs> Jolie's legs. And I said, well, you can't stretch your bones. So that's not happening. But you can say, well, let's see what we can do for you. But right. when someone is really personally has so much self-hatred that they can't deal with someone else, well, then you know what? They probably weren't supposed to be in my life anyway. They they weren't really a friend. So, you know, but I had it, to think about that and, and kind of let it go. But how did but, you do that? Okay, because you were you told me you had just gotten out of a bad marriage. Like your No, first- no, I was get I got out of a marriage that wasn't so bad when you compare okay. it to the second one. I mean, you know, okay. I mean uh, I, you didn't I, know I, that. I though. definitely choose more wisely now. <laughs> you but at that time, that I was married young, but, and you know, it was different. And then my second husband, it seemed so like you know, he seemed so like you know, he was American, and he's you know, and he's African American, and he felt like it was like something like we had a synergy, and yeah. um, it was wrong, but it was supposed to be. It was my life's path, and now I get it. Now I understand why he came into my life because he he taught me what I would never attract in another man. And you know what? Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now that, I really thank him more so than the uh, second you know. husband and this friend. It seems like they were both part of you learning a really important lesson that's helped you 
and through your life. So, and you just hit it. The connection to that, the the connection being in that that marriage, which was really an abusive one for me. Right. And the idea that what she said, well, I can't even deal with you because of how you, because of how you look or whatever. And this one was saying, and the husband was more or less saying, don't shine, you know, because I'm going to be the movie star and I'm going to be this. And, and, you know, you, I'm going to take oh, care of you and your, and, no. and your, and your, and your half white son, you know, oh. it was more of that. So for no. me, you know, I knew I made a mistake, but I, but so, but I couldn't get out of it because I didn't want my parents to know I had another failed marriage and I was afraid. So she came in, she was a great a distraction too. And I felt like, you know, I had someone I can talk to. I mean, not that she knew it was going on because it was too new. But I have to tell you, going coming back full circle, I saw her years later. How did she look? Um, pretty much the same, but I was rehearsing for a video with that with the Diet Coke hunk Lucky Vanos at that time when I did that video for for for, for that Diet Coke guy. And nice. we were in the rehearsal studio and she was rehearsing and she looked the same and and, and she just you know, I saw it and I was like, wow, but she didn't really speak to me. And I swear to you, years later, maybe this is maybe five years later, five years ago, I hadn't seen her since, since that time. And that was in the right. late 90s or early 2000s. And I literally was walking down the block and I'm on the phone with somebody from Dr. Oz show. And they right. wanted to do something about aging and fitness. And who I who do I pass but this woman? At the same time that this this person is talking to me, about they want to do this. And I, and I, she she walked by and I was like, God, that's, and I turned around and she didn't turn up and I turned around. She turned around, but she just turned around and kept walking. About two days later, I'm in this grocery store because she obviously still lived in the neighborhood that I was right. living at the time. So she, I saw her in the supermarket and she's, and I was looking for something. She says, Casey. And I was like, huh? and I said, and she said, and she scared, she startled me. And I said, Hey, hi. And she says, Hi, I, I saw you the other day and I wanted to say something. She says, uh, do you have a minute? And I was like, well, sure. And she said, I just wanted to apologize oh. for the way that I acted so many years ago. Wait, I'm, this is um, how many years after the fact? This is that to be probably 12, 14 years later. Wow. She says, I just want to apologize. And I said, I said this question is, no, I, I wasn't kind. And I, I really apologize. And I said, no, no problem. I said, it's, it's good. I said, it's good to see you. And that was it. You know, stuff like that happens to me. That kind of shit, pardon my French, it does happen to me. One thing, I want to go back, take a little bit of a step back and say, first of all, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That sounds like an awful experience to go through. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in a time when you're trying to, you know, lift your spirits and get things back on track. The last thing you yeah. need is someone to try and undermine that, you know? When she said that to you, how did you feel? Did you feel like it was your fault in some way? A bit. I felt, yeah. I felt like, wow, what is this? What is the, you know, I was kind of like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like maybe it was punishment for leaving another relationship. And now to this one that I know I wasn't happy no. in, that it was just felt like it was just coming, like it was compounding it. It was like, right. Not another thing. If you know what it was, it was like, this was something that that I was wondering if it was karma. Is, is this happening to me because, you know, I, I left something that I was unhappy with. Somehow yeah. it was your fault. Right. Yeah. And I was just thinking, this is, this has got to be a payback for something. This is what, what did I, what did I do wrong? And for that, and for a minute, I think that it gave my 
ex-husband, the, 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 the husband I was with at the time, it gave her a little bit more power. Yes. Because I, it, it, it lowered my spirit. And so okay. I was like saying, well, maybe, you know, maybe this is what I'm supposed to go through, you know, for a minute. <laughs> okay. It so did. then after that minute, which hopefully wasn't that long, because it sounds like it was not a nice experience. And no, but it was, I think it was longer than it needed to wrong. be. <laughs> you did not do anything yeah. wrong for the record. But I stopped telling my age after that. <laughs> I see. And, and didn't okay. tell it until I was 60. So, and that... That happened when, how old were you when that happened? Pretty sure I was probably in my 30s. Wow. In my 30s, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So- and, I, and I remember being so upset that um, I needed to get away. And, and I was trying to, you know, you're trying to get your power back, but you, yes. but you can't. How did you start to regain your power? I took my son away and we went to St. Thomas. That's a good place to regain your power. And and let me tell you why I did it is because I got a credit card <laughs> and it was my first one on my like my on my own. And I said, you know what? I, I'm 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 gonna get away and I'm going to take my son. And and of course the ex-husband was not happy with that, but I just said I, I needed to get away. And okay. my son and I went to to St. Thomas, we stayed, but it was just like a weekend thing. It just, you know, it wasn't easy being there, you know, it, it, it yeah. uh, you know, and I felt like my son deserved a little bit more because I was not as patient with him. And I was like, stop it, you know, and um, but he was he was very forgiving. Why was it important to get away? Why was that? What do you because think I didn't want I didn't want to be in that kind of environment with my son that I was feeling this way. I didn't want it to him to constantly think that it was it was him. We were in a new relationship. It was a new person he was getting used to. He missed his dad. You know, I wanted us to have some time so that he can understand. And I had to bring him in to, to tell him that I wasn't happy and that I, I, I might have made a mistake. Right. And that but we were going to get through this and, and that I was going to make it right. I, I think I needed a place, you know that I can feel, and I've never, I, I, at that time I hadn't been alone with yeah. just my son and I. I came from one marriage into the next, from my parents right. into a marriage into this. So I needed something that felt like, you know, I was doing something for me and it and, and probably wasn't, right. you know, I probably didn't need to go and spend that on the credit card, but it was probably one of the best things I did for myself at that time. And well, you um, show yourself some love, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Saying, exactly. Casey, you're a good person. You deserve to have a nice thing. Right. Yeah. And and I needed that time so that my son could feel because when you're in an an abusive relationship and you have a child, it's not always easy to not look like the victim. You know, even Mm -hmm. when you fight back, you know, sometimes it's like so I had to explain to him, like when he was really being mean to me, I would say, I'm not going to hide this from you. And my son, it is an amazing human being. I'm so happy to I'm so happy to say he's not just a great man, he's a great father, but he's an amazing human being. And that's what I wanted to raise. More than anything, I wanted to raise a great human being. My son and I are born the same day, which is another thing that's so wild. <laughs> so we have the same It's interesting, you know, when you when you have a son and you want them to be, you don't want them to think of you as weak. And my mom was a strong mom. She's a Leo mom, and she's mm. really strong and she she had a feeling she knew I wasn't happy, but she was waiting for me to, to really come to her uh, to say it because right. she didn't want me to marry the second one. But it's very interesting. I said to my son, and I know some people may find this 
a little unorthodox, but when he was being mean to me or trying to hit me or something, I would say to my son, I said, I'm not hiding this from you. I want you to see what you will never be. You will never be like him. Do you see this? This is where you will never be. I said, take wow. a good look. And it would make it would make my husband, he would be pissed, but he would like back off a little bit. He would just like, or he'll say, you know, whatever, you and your whatever. And I would just say, this is who you will never be. That's why I'm not hiding. I said, because I'm fine, Milan. I said, I'm not afraid. You know, mm-hmm. I was. I'm not. I said, but I wanted right. to show him. That's where my strength was. That I knew that this was something that that this is temporary for us, and right. that you can look at it for what it is. I'm not going to hide it from you. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you see the monster that he is, and you will never be this. You will never be this way. And when we got out of that relationship, he knew we did it. I like how you say when we got out of that relationship because he was a part like of you it, two but... are a team. You guys are a team. That's really yeah. that's beautiful. That's you know, we were a team. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. took him away from a lot of things that he was really used to. And, you know, his father was still in the picture. And but he always wanted to be with mommy, of course. You know, there was always that that feeling of when they when they go spend the time with their father, that they are going to say how unhappy they are. They were going to be this way. Right. But, you know, he always was very protective of me. And he always just said, you know, we're fine. We're going to be fine. But, you know, I'm not, I mean, don't cry for me, Argentina. I mean, you know, sometimes relationships, when they're not great, they are part of of the building blocks to make you who you're meant to be, you know? And I I don't think that I would change it for the world. If I I had to go back to my younger self and and tell her something, I would say, listen to your intuition. That is your guide. That is your God force. What is it? What is, what is it? I mean, we it all is know this voice, what, this voice within you right. that always gives you like a flag up and say, mm, think about that. Or maybe that's not right. Uh, right. Maybe that's, and then you'll reason, you'll say, well, they'll be okay. They'll, they're not going to screw me. They're not going to do something to me. No, I can guess. get through this. Yeah. You second, you second guess, guess. And then it's you're right like, there. It's right there saying danger, danger, Will Robinson, danger, Will Robinson. But instead of listening to it, you'll say, mm, I can control and not realize that that is your partner. That is your, your beacon. And if you can just learn to listen to that. And now, I mean, that, that is the reason why that's the reason why I know that everything was necessary because I had to understand my true power and I had to understand that I had it all within me because I was when I, you know, finally I told my, my mom and, you know, and everybody like to rescue me or something, but it had to be that I had to find that sense to say, Mm-mm, now I get it. And I think astrology has helped me with that. I think just, just doing the work that you do, whether it's spiritual work, you, you, you yeah. tend, even just going quiet, you know, you tend to like listen a little bit more. And I think that more now, you know, and I think that was the beginning of building uh, my philosophy that we talk about, because I, mean, I used to always say, I think when I first met you, I was like, it's emotional, spiritual, and physical. And they were like, oh, it's, it's, you know, but nobody was getting, they were like, well, no, isn't, you yoga, isn't yoga the spirituality of fitness? No. <laughs> it was, but that was you, because you were so far ahead. I mean, you're talking about the early nineties. Yeah. Talking about emotion and exercise and people were just, you know, coming off of yeah. Jane Fonda, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> No pain, no gain. Like I know it's funny. What are you talking I, about? Yeah, but I. But you know, because I've known you so many. You know that I never gave up on that. It was no. always. It was always. You know, it 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 evolved into. You know, you know. I used to call it the three elements of self. You know, emotional, right. spiritual, and physical. But right. it, then I had to make it clear it was mindset and motivation and movement. 
Right. And then I had to give it a tagline so that it became I am the emotional, I can, the spiritual, I do, the physical. So if you strengthen one, you become strong. But if you strengthen all three, then you become the potential, your potential. Wait, you okay. know. I am, I can, I do. Mm-hmm. All right. I am, I can, I do. And that's what I do. Even when I when I'm was running or doing anything, I still use it to this day because it it is yeah. it gives me that force, you know, it makes right. me like dig, dig deep and like know that I've got I've got the power. That, you know, that's one of the 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 great uh things that I would say that came out of bad experiences is that there's always something, you know, that mm-hmm. that tags you to say okay and you get a little stronger and you get a little more evolved that's why there's something too when they say that you get better with age and you know older and wiser Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's definitely something to say about that because as you do age you do get wiser if you if you listen you know if you learn from you know some people just they get wrapped up and they just repeat the same thing and and Mm. that's because they, you know, you, you, you tend to give that a lot of power. I always say, put you what you want in front, not what you don't want. Hmm. You know, don't put everything in front that you're trying to avoid. In front of what? So when you focus on something, right. You know, and I, and, and, and I'm a big believer in manifesting. So when you focus on something, the good or the bad, if you focus enough on that one thing, it's going to manifest in right. some way. You know, in some way it's going to show itself. So if you're, you know, in my life coaches is when I, sometimes women and men, they go through a bad relationship, just like I've been. And the thing that got me through that is because I know I learned how to integrate the experiences into my life. So they become like my badge of honor instead of a ball and chain, just like, you know, like just dragging you along because you notice that whenever I used to have, um, women or and men they will come and they say you know i just it was a bit it was a terrible relationship but i'm you know i am never gonna i am so not gonna have a person like that in my life again they will not get this from me and they will not get that from me and it was always about avoiding that always like oh they, i'm never gonna look for that i'm never gonna no you know when i saw him for that moment and i just knew that she was gonna be like this or he was gonna be and i was like uh no way now if it's always if that's what you're always looking for and that's what's always is to is to do that to avoid I then you basically you keep repeating those kinds of relationships because that's what's up front. So that's to say it's, it's so it's right there coming to me, coming to me, coming to me because I'm giving it the most energy. That's but when focus. you can focus mm-hmm. on what you want, which is something beautiful and something that's loving and something that's real and something that's going to, you know, motivate you for positive change. When you when you when you're looking for that, like for, for that, that that energy, that force that makes you feel like there's this interesting fair exchange of energy or this is like whoa you know he may not be beat one or she might be be one but it'll be the step up to the next one like for me with my ex-husband I have him in my mind's eye he's dead he he died by the way I didn't kill him although you know that's good times I won I'm glad I didn't kill him him. (laughs) glad you did not kill him we were divorced he was was like you had nothing to do with it but um when I think about him he's in my mind's eye and he's in the corner and he has this you know what a dunce hat is remember they used to have the you sit in the corner put the yes. dunce hat on yeah he has his hat on he's facing the wall and it's a dunce i think about him and i realized how much he taught me hmm. and there's some good things he taught me and there was a lots of you know emotional bad things that i went through 
But what I think that he did the best is that when I want to feel like the bad bitch that I know I am now, I turn him around and I say, thank you. Thank you. Right. So he's no more. It was a time that I couldn't even say his name. I would call him the asshole, the asshole, the asshole. Right. You know, and right. still sometimes if I see him because he was an actor, sometimes I see him in like on a, and I just didn't have to turn the page more because I because I would, you know, he died in a bad accident. And I, I would just turn it because I can't deal. But it was a time that I couldn't even say his name because I was it was such a miserable time in my life. You know, that that started yeah. out so beautiful. But mm-hmm. I had to find a way so that I didn't repeat that. Right. You know, and if I was talking about, you know, emotional, spiritual and physical, I had to walk my talk. I had to find a way how to how, how to really make this so that it's something that is like, you know, alert, alert, alert. So every when I've met a, a guy that had even a little something that I was like, mm, I heard that thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That because intuition. you understand that you intuition. Understand, yeah, yeah, that you've done that already. I'm you know, it's like. I, I've done it. I, I I don't need to do that again. And I and I'll say okay, no. And it, and then it's very clear because right. I don't have the blockage of like saying, mm, no one's gonna do this to me ever again. And when I turn to him and I say that, some of my times when I'm feeling like not as great, that's who I turn to to say, no, I got that's you. Really I got through this. I got through you. Your ass. I'm a bad bitch, and I still rise. And everything happens. And I, you know, and you told me, you know, this your full stuff or you know fitness career or whatever and I'm still here and I'm still doing what I love to do if I could do this all for free I would do it for free that's how much I love what I do and then when I lost my my parents you know just old age you know your parents are as we all getting older Mm -hmm. and when I think about how it still sometimes will take my breath away to not Mm -hmm. be able to call and it's been 10 years now and to call or or to to smell them or feel them and I have them in this, you know, jewel encrusted armoire in my mind's eye. And when I really feel like I just need a, a, some comfort or some or some why some wisdom, I'll right. open it that up. I'll walk inside and I'll just stay there. And that's you know, and that's why I'll just sit and I'll feel their energy and I'll ask questions and. And I come back out and it's like that feeling is gone, you know. Because if I I always say if I can't pivot out of a sad thing, I take a nap. I go to sleep. Interesting. So if you can't get yourself out of a, like a dark space, it's like, okay, that's an indication. It's time to take a break. Yeah. Take a nap. Naps are nap. Go watch a funny movie Mm or something. But for me, it's like, I lay down, I take a nap because I always wake up a bit better. And maybe there's something in in the, in the dream state. I don't know. I just relax because I can't push I feel like I push and I try to make something happen. And you know, when you're self-employed and you're building something, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know any other way because I've been self-employed all my life. So, you know, it's like I'm, I, I can deal with this only because I, I know when to push. And I know that I, I, I just, there's nothing I could do. Let the universe work for me. Just bring it in. And that's all I could do is it just put me on the right road, bring it in. And right. that takes, you know, a, a lot of trust and a lot of, integrating the things in your life. And it's not that hard. I'm not saying like, oh my God, it's like, it's so easy in case that's easy. Trust me. I walk my job. I have to work at it just like anyone else, especially mm-hmm. going through this. And you go, you, you know, you have relationships, you have breakups, you have, you know, it happens, you know? And so you have to constantly have your tools that you know that you can, you know, turn to, to make the, the, the journey a little easier. Am what I rambling on? Sorry. No, <laughs> are you kidding? That's what this uh, is about. This is about you, you having space to tell your story. 
And um, yeah, I want to well, hear from you. you. That's why it. I got in touch with you. And I was like, I, I want to hear from Casey. I want to know what's going on with her. And I love um, connecting with an old friend and somebody that I fun. work with. And I think I have my, got my first cover. For Heart was and Heart and Soul. Oh I think my God. I think I you were. That. That's so I cool. I think you were. Unless That's the one, so cool. I believe it was you that, yeah. It might have been. I had that two. Was, I don't know if the first or the second one. Yeah. It was because you were, at that time, I couldn't believe that you weren't already super famous. Oh, when I met you. And that's why I asked you to be on, you know, our fitness advisor for that magazine. Because yeah. You just clearly knew so much and you understood more than just the fitness part of fitness. Yeah. You Which is wider... hard for me to express yeah. because I was right. frustrated because nobody was getting that there was more no. to it than just the physical but you... flash. <laughs> but you explained it to me. And yeah. I understood, you know, that magazine was called Heart and Soul because yeah. that's what we were trying to do. So it yeah. was perfect. It was so it was great. Perfect. You and and, and at that time, it that. was great because that's when I when when that was from the early times of doing movies with Denzel. Yeah. And that was kind of it was really fun to be able to um, because he when I used to tell him my philosophy, he would say, you know, I would say you better show it love. You got to look in the mirror and say, thank you, by belly. Thank you. This. Thank you, thank you, size. And he would be, he'd be like, like, he's like, what, what, girl? And he's like, okay, well, thank you. And I just need to get this ready for this next movie. And I remember coming in to train him. We were, I forgot what we were working on, but I came in and I was like, he's like, how you doing? I said, oh, I said I didn't work out. I said my ass is having a bad day. And he says, you got to show it love. Show it, look in the mirror. He threw it right back at me. So I, was like, I was like, that always makes me feel really great when I hear about, you know, a, a he client giving he it learned. back to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, well. you get it. Maybe a little then, too well. Yeah. You know, because I would use it, a lot of times I would use the the whole mirror thing and looking in the mirror and saying, thank you, body. Because people would come in and they just, all they want to do is just say, okay, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And they want to give me their their whole laundry list of what they want their bodies to look like. And I, you know, listen, you know, and like a good trainer. Okay, do what you want. But the 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 whole part about looking in the mirror and doing like some uh, self love work yeah. is that was how I kind of put the, the emotional and spiritual into it. So yeah. that was that was kind of the the start because you know what it did? It was like they would start saying, I said, no, just say, say, look at the mirror and say, you know, I love this, I love that, I love that. And they said, what? And I said, yeah, I said it's part of it. I said, just so I said, so we can get through it all. Just go ahead. And they were like, uh, thank you, but thank you, thought, thank you, muffin top, thank you. And then we would start to laugh. And that was the icebreaker because I can work, I can manipulate muscle better when you are calm and you are having a good time and enjoying it and like losing, you know, just, just, just let go for a minute and let me, mm -hmm. you know, there's a new sheriff in town for the moment. And let me show you, let me show you, let me show you the way to go. I have a song for everything. <laughs> That's exactly what comes into my head. So it kind of breaks the ice and it, and right. it allows me to have a, 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 a palette that is a lot more um, open. It also, you know, it occurs to me, and I'm sure you're more than aware because you're such an aware person, um, how important gratitude is, oh, you know, yeah. to, find, to find gratitude as a way of moving forward mm. and finding your strength, right? Because what you were just saying, you're telling your clients to have gratitude for yeah. what they have, for what they've been given. That's the way mm -hmm. to move forward towards what you want, right? Not to sit there and say, I hate myself. 
Where, how exactly. are you going to move forward? You can't, how are you going to move forward from there? It's so true. And that's just, and that is really a part of the, 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 the whole like show it love and, and just about with anything in life. It's, it's so important. And it's the best feeling thing to leave things, leave the angst and the worry and just show gratitude. You know, and I, and I always tell people, I said, you know, my clients, I said that whatever you're going through right now, whether it's with your body, it's, you know, let's, let's take it from the body. Right. It's like you might have needed this little padding for the road. You might have just needed that extra something, you right. know, that, 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 and, and, and then maybe now you don't need it. So you just say, okay, let's, you know, that's, that's what I do when I want to lose weight. If I'm Put doing a photo shoot or something and I Put just know I have to, yeah. I just say, you know, I, I said, this is what I need body. I promise you, I will feed you well. I will massage you. I will soak you, but I need you to work for me. And I need you to work for me at a, at a good pace. So, you know, it's really, it's really important. I always talk about that. There's, I love to work in, in threes because it just hmm. feels right to me. And okay. um, when I think about like, even with mindset, motivation, movement, emotional, right. spiritual, and physical, mm-hmm. it's always good to remember the past is your teacher. Okay. The present is your creation and the right. future is your inspiration. The past, you don't need to constantly go back there. Use it as your radar. Use it as okay. something that's going to help you. You know, don't go back there to waddle and stuff. Right. You know, you, they happen for it happened for a reason. And now you can say when you see something like that happening again, you say, oh, no, 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 no. Or if you see it happen again, you say, OK, let's do this again. But it has to be there and, and you can't spend too much time there. You know, right. the present is your creation. Right. When you are in like in the now of you, you are really present. And like you're, you are creating, and that's the best place to create is from this place, you know, this place of just this perfect moment that there is only this moment because it'll be gone again and there'd be another moment. So how do I, you know, just, just stay honor that, you know, and then the future is your inspiration. You don't want to go too far there either, but you want to get inspired by what's coming. It's like, you know, I was excited about the the thing with Maya and I'm like, and and I trust you because we have history. And so, I mean, I've, I've done so many different podcasts and stuff, but people that I didn't know, and it was fun and it was nice, but there's something when you, when you have history with someone that they know some of your journey and that's so good. And it's like, you know, I was looking forward to it, you know? So it was like, it was a future thing. Now, you know, there's something else, you know? So it's important to, to not go so far into the future that you see that, Oh God, it's going to take forever, which a lot of people do. They go, Oh, this is a, this is going to be a, God, how long is this going to take me to do? Oh, God, right. I mean, am I too old to do it? Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm going to do it because I'm too old. You feel, a lot of people feel that way. They feel like, oh, I'm not going to learn an instrument. I'm too old. I wanna, I'm want to. i learning piano. I've never played an instrument in my life, but I'd like to play piano because I like to write music and I like to write, you know, songs. So why not? I want to play the piano. Why not? So, great. you know, it, 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 those things are really important. The past is your teacher. You've learned something. Go, go there. If you need it, you right. know, don't wallow there to remember right. that because that's what right. you constantly keep repeating. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. but the present is the most important thing. What can you create? And that's what we're doing all the time. We're creating things to, to better our lives, you know, to, to keep food on the table, you know, to, to do the things we need to do. But if we're so busy thinking about what didn't happen before. No time for that. It's happen, right. So speaking of the present, Having been through all this stuff, what's going on with you now? What great stuff, what great projects are you working on that have come from all this growth that you've done? Well, I decided, number one, I just launched a new subscription-based site. 
Right. Because how many people can I train in a day? And um, I'm not doing as many movies as I used to because who's really doing movies right now? Right. <laughs> not too many people. And if they are, they're definitely not paying the money to get their star in shape at the moment. Right. But after um, this, you know, after this, everybody's going to be a mess. I know. They're going to need you like 10 of you. <laughs> so I, I, I'll, I'll definitely be, be available for that. But in mm-hmm. the meantime, I've always wanted to, you know, try to do something where I can, I could, um, part of it is making money while you sleep and, and, um, and developing programs. And I love to work in sequences. So okay. my new, and, and because of my age, I wanted to do something that I know that can, can prepare people for a living a very youthful life, no matter what age they are. They can start when they're 20, but it, you live a youthful life at the beginning. Don't wait till you all like you need to be Botox to death or something. Or just not that I have anything against that, people. <laughs> I'll surely be trying to do something in a minute. But um, again, it's a mindset. How old do you feel? You know, how old, right. you know, if you ask me how old I felt, it's definitely, and I just had a hip replacement. You did? So I did. And this, it'll be when a year. It was right before lockdown. It was February Stop. 3rd. Yeah. And I had a full hip replacement. I wore that hip out. I aerobicized it, ran it. Yes. You know me, I was you on move. it. it was, you it move. Was, yes. It was a no <laughs> by the time I finished with it. And I, it was that it was, scary? I, Were you scared when, how, when I you was, came to the realization that you needed a hip replacement? Did it that was scare scary. You? It was scary, but it, uh, I, I heard it was such a, I saw people doing them and, and they were fine. And so I was like, right. the technology now, literally I'm back in the park every, I mean, I try to get to the park every day. And if I right. can't really run, I power walk it. I probably can't run the, the, the miles I used to run, but I, I don't really mind because I know that this hip I'm going to wear out again. <laughs> I will wear it out. It's like, it, it I didn't feel stressed about. I felt like I was Good. getting something else because I knew that I, I didn't wear it out by just sitting around. I no. wore it out because I enjoyed my life. I travel. Mm-hmm. I've been to places. I've been, I mean, I've, it's, it's, so I've had a, a really great life killing. I've danced my ass off my, I right. mean, so I fun. am very happy to have a new hip to wear Good. out again, you know, Good. and it was a sort of rites of passage because it's like, wow, hip replacement. It was like, that's the only time I said, Jesus, I guess I am 65. <laughs> I was 60, I mean, well, I was 64 at the time. I was like, geez, that's something else. But then I thought about how fast I healed. Right. And it was just, you know, See, uh, it yeah. was, and that I was really fortunate enough that it was happened during lockdown. So I was able to not have to, because I was going back to work when it was right after the finish. Lining. I was going to go back to Silver work. Lining. You got to rest. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I was able to, to, and, and the zoom thing was a whole new, new world for me, you know, That's because great. of course, you know, I lost a lot of business because my, my training space, I had to close down. They won't let me have it. And then to open it up for one or two people. So I'm just yeah. waiting for that to be, cause, right. you know, it, it, so in it, the meantime, you're doing, you're doing your website. That's a really great way oh, yeah. of adapting to social distancing, right? That's yeah. great. And so what I'm is your website? What's it called? What's it called? It's What's called your website? Age Defying Physique. And how can we find that? Agedefyingphysique.com. Age Defying. So think about it. You want to be an age defier, never an age denier. You see, I learned that from Ooh. that. From, see, that's my tagline. You learned that, that from way back from that girl. Yeah. 
denying uh, I said, no, full I'm, circle I'd it's rather, all I'd coming rather, full circle exactly I'd rather be and that you know some people say like, I have a Benjamin Buttons gene because I get younger as I get older and that might be but then it's it, it my my sisters and my sisters you know they were begged to differ sometimes you know they don't have a get out of you know get out of jail card for gaining weight or or aging but when they do take care of themselves they look great your intention yeah. if you pay it if you put your attention towards your intention, I know it's a real thing. Attention towards your intention. Yeah, age-defying physique. Yeah. That's my attention. Yep. And I'm going to put my is, attention it, on that. <laughs> and it's free right now because I'm uh, a lot of the stuff I'm putting on, this, the recipes, the, you know, and I'm always shooting for that, shooting more um, uh, content. But right now until right. probably end of February. It's right. it's all free and, and it, there's great Amazing. exercises on there and just want to get people to oh. get to know me. And then I'm, I just want to, I'll charge either a monthly fee or you can buy sequences and then I'll do right. assessments with people. You know, I put them in like your ass is having a bad day. There's a group for that. <laughs> You're feeling alone and, alone and lonely. There's one for that. I mean, I've been through but so many of different experiences. I call it the get through anything guys. So you can get it. it. And so, and then you can get a custom sequence because we can do a life coach and I could say, okay, look at your body. And I say, you know what, this is what you need. Because, you know, with me, you know, I, I have gone through the menopause and the everything. So a lot of times people, they, they, they look at women who are aging and they, and, and the women think that menopause is like a death sentence and it's not, you know, it's your rites of passage. You know, I always say we were queen, there were Queens before there were Kings. That's you know, true. and that used to be something that was regal when you when you went through menopause, and you didn't have a period anymore. And it was like, that's when you became the queen. That's when you became right. the goddess. And right. now, you know, society has made it sound like it's like, oh, uh, 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 stab me in the heart. I'm done. <laughs> Hell no. You better develop. You better get your bad bitch back. That's what you Uh-oh. need. And to get that back, all you need to do is just realize that there were queens before they were kings. And they wouldn't be a king without a queen. Hello. Sorry, True. gentlemen, ladies. True. One other mm-hmm. thing. This is a funny thing that I have to, I have to share with you because you might have heard about it, but um, out of a bad experience comes lightness sometimes. Yeah. And I got a Netflix deal and. Rewind. What? <laughs> you got okay. a what? Well, there was a story that you probably know. I want you to say it again. <laughs> what did you get? Yes. A deal with Netflix. Netflix what? bought my life. They bought my life rights. That's for amazing. A story. Yeah, and, and just when you you think you 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 you've done it all or you've seen it all or um, let me see. Congratulations. That's so wonderful. Thank you. But it is. But it's a story that that didn't start out as a happy story because okay. it was a woman who be, became a client and she turned out to be a bit of a con artist. Uh oh. And she ripped a lot of people off and. I, she came to you for training and for life coaching, and she was like a fake heiress. I'm sure you read about her. And oh, she's been in yes. jail. It was really weird. I, I mean, we went to Morocco together. I mean, she was. It was just. It was just. Yeah, so but the sorry. universe works in mysterious ways. It's 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 a it's a really interesting story that if you pick up New York Magazine, you uh, uh, I think it was, it was in Vanity Fair once, and then the yeah. New York Magazine is what they bought the from. Right. Um, I read the Vanity Fair. I read the Vanity Fair article. And it, the, the funny thing about it is that it's just so wild because I was so devastated. I was like, oh my God, you know, I didn't lose as much money as a lot of people lost. Right. But, you know, I tried to do the intervention. I tried to get this woman's money, but I was like, this is crazy. There was a woman that I knew that she 
was friends that she came that I allowed her to bring sometimes to her work her, okay. her workouts. And she ended up getting just this poor woman taking so much more money than her. And so, I mean, like I, I even said to her, I said, don't worry about the money that you, that she took from me. Let's try to get her money back because she was really, this was oh. a lot and she didn't have, and she was young and I was, I felt so bad. I was like, come That's on. And it, it just didn't work. But the fun thing is that Shonda Ryan is producing it. That's yes. amazing. And, and um, when it was coming down to, 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 you know, find a person who was going to play me. Right. Uh, yeah. Who's going to play it was, you? So they, in the, in the magazine, they, they, they described me as a, a woman who had, cause at first I was like, no, you're not using my name because you know, I right. can tell a story, but I was a prayer. I was like, what is this? And I said, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they described me right. as a, uh, a Oprah Winfrey vibe with a young Angela Bassett body. <laughs> That's a good. Now, it was pretty good, but Oprah I know Oprah Winfrey meets Angela Bassett. Angela. I think I'm a little age old, a, a year older than Angela. I was like, oh, she probably, she probably hates that. That's but cool. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> so I thought they were going to get Angela Bassett, who I love her, but I, I didn't think that she was really right. And and I had someone that I wanted to. And so Chandra called me and she says, Casey, I have someone that I love to offer the role to. And I just want to run it by you first. And I was like, you know, oh, okay. And I thought, and I really thought that they, you know, cause she said, she said, well, who do you see? And I said, well, I like, I said, well, I realized they like Naomi, Naomi Harris, you know? Oh, she's great. And, um, yeah. Uh, said, good choice, but you know, I, we thought about it, but I think she's busy and whatever. And I, okay. and then we kind of went on and she says, well, let me tell you who I'd like to offer the role to. And she says, I like to offer to Laverne Cox. Ooh. And I said, I said, the transgender woman. And she said, yeah. I said, oh, oh. I said, oh, okay, wait, wait. Let me, I had to sink in because it was like, it was like what? Hmm. I was like, wow, this is, uh, wait a minute. And then I just said, I, I said, it, it, it's so kind of strange, but it's so right. Because it needed somebody who had been through things, who had yeah. some kind of, you know, because you know me, I'm love me or hate me, I'm no bullshit. And I'm not just like one of these trainers that are just going to be spoon feeding you. And I, and I don't yeah. have those kinds of experiences. So I need, no. And I have been through some stuff in my life, as you yes. now know, people that I was, that people were saying, I was like, mm, that's not right. And so I was, I was like, oh, I hope they don't get that because she's, oh, she's, she doesn't like, that does not like me. If you're too primpy, you know, yeah. and if you're too, you know, I don't wear nail polish to the gym and I don't right. wear, I don't show my, I don't wear crop tops because it's not about my body. So it, it, it was very interesting. So then I said, well, can I, I said, I said, but it's right. So can I talk to my manager? And, you know, and she says, okay, just let me know as soon as possible. So I called my manager and Robbie said, <laughs> exactly the way that I said, she he said, whoa, whoa. She said, okay, Casey, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. And she, he says, you know, Casey, it's strange. She says, this is the right person. She said, this is so good. She says, first of all, she's amazing. And I was like, and then when I thought about it, she's so amazing and she's such a great actress and she's beautiful. I was like, God, she's beautiful. And not only that, it's so you, like, yeah, accepting of that, you know, that's so great. It's like, of course she would, because I needed someone who understood yeah, had courage to go through something and also had courage to be honest about it. You know, people ask me, they said, well, how does it feel to have a, like a transgender playing you? And I was like, I don't know. You'll have to ask her that because I feel like she's a beautiful woman and a great actress and I'm, and, and I'm honored. I mean, I'm, I'm, That's I'm really, thrown really away. Cool. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I'm really excited. And, and like we worked together and she was mirroring me to get my movements and get my mannerisms, whatever down. And, and it cool. was so funny how she sometimes would say, 
and she'll come in and she'll, I said, oh, I love your nails. She's, oh, oh, but Casey doesn't wear these nails. Casey doesn't do, and she'll talk about me in the, like I wasn't there. The third said, person. Oh, no, Casey does this. And yeah, I said, oh, no, Casey doesn't wear nails. Casey wears like clear nails. And Casey, and I was like, oh, I am Casey. It was just strange getting used to that for me. I was like, this is kind of wild. But we talked for hours and I told her about my so life. That is so amazing. And, and I get to, I got to answer, ask her questions about you know her and, and the decision and she's just honest and and just really smart and just so uh, humbled and and just so real you know That's and so and great. so glamorous too at the same and time so glamorous. What is the film? What what stage is the project at? Is it um, well? Should, it'll be scripting it. What's going on? Oh no, it's done. It's, it's almost done. done. Oh my god. The name of it is called Inventing Anna. And it'll okay. be out, I think, the end of April, May. They Inventing were finishing up. Anna. They okay. her name was uh, Anna Delphi was her was well one of her names. And I am doing on Wednesdays on Instagram, which I would love to do. I'm doing a, a series with with um, my partner Darlene Williams, who's um, partner in in um, on this project. Yes. Uh, and it's called Raw Real mm-hmm. Ass Women. Real ass woman, because so, it's one interview with each person Instagram live, and it talks about you know women and what they've, what they. Sorry guys, for now it's <laughs> we'll get to the men behind the women eventually, but now it's just real ass women. That's so and, funny. Um, you know, just to, to to tell your story, and and a lot of people they're very interested in in people that they you know they may not know about, and that right. maybe they'd like to help, or you know mm. just you know just to get inspired that's to do very, something very, positive or do something great. adventurous, you know? Oh, well, no, thank you so much for joining so the conversation and for being part of Stories from the Brink. Oh, but anytime. Definitely. If I'm on the brink again, I like to come back. No. <laughs> thank you all for joining the conversation today. Remember, stay present and share your story. Stories bring us together and together we all win. Stories from the Brink is produced by Billy Robinson, hosted by me, Maya Brown, music by Paco Novera, artwork by Kate Pascarelli.